Hello, I'm Paulette Lee, and you're listening to Woman Worthy, real talk about real issues for women over 60. If you're over 60, you're still worthy of being heard. We are indeed in strange times, climate change, politics, economics. The U.S. Department of Labor's latest report, that was May 6, 2022, shows the current unemployment rate is at 3.6%. That's just above the lowest level in 50 years. However, the nation remains at 1.2 million jobs fewer than we had before the pandemic hit in March two years ago. In fact, our economy now has, on average, two available jobs for every unemployed person the highest such proportion on record. Here are some more facts. More seniors are employed now than since the 1960s. Currently, one in five Americans over the age of 65 is still working. That's 20%. The Bureau of Labor Statistics indicates that in 2020, 10.6 million people 65 and older were in the workforce. Breaking that down number further, 26.6% in the age group of 65 to 74 were working, while the percentage was at 8.9% for those 75 and older. And yes, while almost 4.5 million Americans quit their jobs in February of this year, in what some termed the Great Resignation, and COVID did produce a record number of senior retirements, According to the Labor Department's Job Openings and Labor Turnover most recent survey, another pandemic-era work phenomenon is on the rise. Boomerang employees, retirees who go back to work, sometimes to their previous jobs. In fact, the U.S. Labor Department just released a report saying that 1.5 million retirees have re-entered the U.S. labor market over the past year, and this trend is expected to continue upward. Let's call them boomerang boomers. When I finally retired about 10 years ago, I'd been a public relations and marketing consultant for nonprofits and then for international development projects, mostly in Africa, I found the freedom was a mixed bag. I felt unmoored on many levels, and one of those was the absence of productivity. Accompanying that absence was a dearth of energy and lack of financial security, Furthermore, widowed and with an estranged family, I kept trying to find a new life purpose. I realize not everyone has my story, though many do. But as we age in our midlife roles as family caretakers, homemakers, and workers recede and even disappear, and as living the good life of relaxation, golf, reading, and travel starts to lose its glow, Many of us seek to reestablish a purpose-driven life. If that phrase sounds familiar, yes, it could be in reference to evangelist Rick Warren's theistic religious interpretation. But, of course, it can also be a secular term, meaning a life of giving back or finding self-fulfillment however you define that. For some, it does mean living according to religious principles. For others, giving in some manner to society. 
or a personal sense of contribution using skills, talents, experience, and knowledge already gained so you feel your life still matters. It could also mean still growing, learning, experiencing, and indeed becoming. Clearly, within our individual life plans, none of these need exist independently of each other. We can find purpose in some or all of these interpretations. The point is, while seeing the children and grandchildren, going to doctor's appointments, reading, gardening, and getting together occasionally with friends may be enough for some. For many, these activities fall short of a desired purpose-driven life, which is one reason why so many retired seniors are staying at or going back to work. While my own time right now is filled with volunteering classes, both giving and taking, hobbies and friends, I have worked part-time since retiring, and I'll confess I still keep a couple of profiles going on Indeed.com and LinkedIn, including part-time as one of my parameters, just to see, right? Obviously, there's now a strong demand for workers because of COVID-related unfulfilled, uh, unfilled jobs. But on the supply side, there are also incentives. Boomers may find they could use the extra cash, especially given the current inflation and volatile stock market. Other reasons for boomeranging include simply enjoying your work or wanting to learn new skills or fulfill other dreams, wanting to stay active, wanting your mind to stay active, and giving your life a renewed sense of purpose. In his April 10th article for USA Today on this topic, writer Chris Woodyard was one of those who, after a long career in journalism, figured the pandemic was, in his words, a a great time to hang it up. I had done my homework, he wrote. I had a nest egg socked away and the requisite three passions as retirement books recommended to see me through. But there was what I came to think of as the whole, that empty place that used to be filled by significance in my life from producing articles and videos read by thousands. I had continued to write freelance but missed the excitement of a 24-7 national news operation. So I came home to U.S. today little negotiation required." Returning to one's former job, though, isn't the only way older Americans are returning to the workforce. According to the National Bureau of Economic Research, adults between the ages of 55 and 64 make up one quarter of new entrepreneurs. And the older self-employed aren't always traditional small business owners running brick-and-mortar enterprises either. Today, as the NBER economists learned after conducting a Gallup survey of 61,000 Americans, some older workers are tuned into Zoom and are independent contractors working from home. Staying active, mentally, socially, and physically active, which working may enable you to do, is good for your health. Mental stimulation and problem solving are good for maintaining thinking skills. Social engagement is associated with staving off chronic disease, and staying physically active, even if it's just walking, can lead to better health. So we are told. The question, does working past the traditional retirement age keep you mentally sharp? 
was answered with a qualified yes among several scholars attending the 2017 Age Boom Academy at Columbia University. That's a training academy for journalists covering health and longevity. Work may even help stave off dementia. A study of nearly 500,000 self-employed workers in France suggests that delaying retirement means people may be less likely to develop dementia. There are some downsides to going back to work. The loss of free time and the added wardrobe and transportation expenses, to mention a few. There could also be a tax implication. If you were born in or after 1960, and if you're 60 this year, you were born in 1962, full retirement age is 67. You can start taking Social Security at age 62, but if you do, your benefits could be reduced while you're working and you may have to pay more taxes. For 2021, if you are receiving Social Security payments before you've reached full retirement age, and your income exceeds $18,960 a year, your benefits will be reduced by $1 for every $2 earned over the annual income limit. In the year you reach full retirement age, before your actual retirement age birthday, a dollar, $1 of benefits is deducted for every $3 made above the annual income limit of $50,520. Now, the good news is that once you reach full retirement age, you can work without facing a reduction in Social Security benefits. These restrictions and limits change every year, so you might want to check with the Social Security Administration to determine how taking on work in retirement could affect your benefits. Another downside of returning to the workplace post-retirement is the potential COVID health risk should you have a compromised immune system and being a boomerang means going back to a place of work as opposed to working from home. But should you decide you do want to go back to work? For her article for Yahoo Finance, columnist Carrie Hannon quotes a career coach saying, quote, A key to landing a new position is to not get stuck in the past. Hiring managers aren't interested in a career obituary. Yes, with close to two open jobs for each of the six million un unemployed workers, older workers are in a more advantageous position in the job market. But we're warned not to just fall back on our previous experience. Instead, know what future trends are in our industry and how our experience can align with those. It's also important to know what transferable skills you might have from your previous career. For example, project development and program management occur in just about every field. And don't overlook the necessity and opportunity to learn new skills to stay current and competitive. I'm not going to go into detail on how to look for a job. There are plenty of resources for that. But I will tell you that the National Counseling on Aging or NOCA, if you like acronyms, which I don't, <laughs> offers an online portal called JobSource. That's all one word, capital J-O-B, capital S-O-R-S-O-U-R-C-E. 
um, which helps older adults find employment. You can identify your skills and interests and have access to more than 30 free online courses to develop new skills and earn free job certifications. Visit the Job Source portal at NCOA job j-o-b source s-o-u-r-c-e no spaces dot org and there you're going to find a whole lot of helpful resources you know whenever i think of the concept of work i'm reminded of the song something to point to by craig carnelia from working the musical based on the book by studs turkle Have a great week. You have been listening to Woman Worthy, real talk about real issues for women over 60. Tune in wherever you receive your podcasts with new episodes every Monday morning. You can leave your comments by downloading the Podbean app to your device and on the Woman Worthy Facebook page. I'm Paulette Lee. I hope you found this program worthy of your time.